podcast family welcome to caregiving is a ministry where we look at the word of god through the lens of caregiving don't forget to follow me on facebook at caregiving is a ministry all one word today we're going to be in the tiny book of jude verses 20 and 21 reading from the new international version but you dear friends by building yourselves up in your most holy faith and praying in the holy spirit keep yourselves yourselves in God's love as you wait for the mercy of our Lord Jesus Christ to bring you to eternal life. Like I said, the book of Jude is a tiny little book, but it's very insightful, I believe. Um, To put this book into context, the author, Jude, is speaking to the early believers. There isn't a specific church identified, so it's general in nature, which is great for us because, of course, that means it applies to us. But we know all of the word of God is applicable to us. The book urges them to be wary of false prophets to continue with the walk of the gospel and not to allow men to um, sway them from not knowing who God is, from not knowing his word that would cause them to doubt, but has called some of them to doubt. And I can imagine that there was a tiny bit of chaos as a result of all of this. Some believers, you know, believed what was being taught by the false prophets. Others disagreed, and the whole back and forth of it all sowed seeds of discourse within the body of Christ. So Jude stresses to them to remain in God's love. Of course, you and I know that love is at the bedrock of the fruit of the Spirit. It's the very first element that is um, mentioned as the fruit. And it is the reason that God sent his son, right? He loved the world. So love is at the core. And if we are children of God, we need to remember to put love at the forefront of everything that we do. And just think about it. If we did that, would there be the fractions and the arguments that exist in our families today, in the community of believers today, or heck, anywhere? I don't think so, or it would be drastically reduced. The key is that we have to be, got to get my cat out of the way, (laughs) that we have to be very intentional about what it is that we're doing. We have to be intentional about loving. We have to be intentional about being in God's word. So notice that Paul, Paul, that Jude tells them, he tells us to build ourselves up in our faith and to pray. We have to do it. We have to take the initiative. It has to be intentional. How do we build ourselves up then? I believe by remembering who Jesus is and what he stands for, and then remembering that it is because of him that our sins have been pardoned, that we're now free, right? We need to remember that every day. Our early sisters and brothers, they didn't have a Bible. What they had were sporadic letters that were written from the apostles and then the various apostles and teachers who would come through and teach them the word of God, bringing to remembrance who Jesus is, what he did while he was there. That's what they have. We, my dear brothers and sisters, we are without excuse. We have God's word codified and made easily accessible and 
all these languages. We can have it on our phones or we can have hard copies. We can listen to it on a podcast. We are without excuse. So to remain faithful is to remember the one who was faithful and who is faithful to us. To feast on our daily bread, which we know is the word of God. To not just listen to me or listen to others on podcasts or to your pastors, but then take what is being said and then read for yourself. And then pray on it, which is the second way that we build ourselves up. Prayer. Prayer is a dialogue with God. It's a two-way street. It is our response to him for being good. You see, he initiated everything with Jesus. So now we come to him because he redeemed us. I used to think that it was the other way around, that we kind of initiated prayer. But the reality is God initiated it from the beginning and we're coming to him because of what he's already done right and so we come to him that's why we come to him the very first thing is with thanksgiving and praise for just who he is and then remembering what he's done and then after we've done that and then we let our petitions be made known for ourselves and for others then he responds and so that's the secular motion that's the dialogue there's a respond and there's a reaction there's a respond and there's a reaction and it should be ongoing Hence Paul saying we should pray without ceasing. It's a never-ending conversation. But notice that Jude, Jude states that we are to pray in the Holy Spirit. And I have grown to realize this actually has two meanings. The first is to pray with a sincere desire to um, hear from God, asking the Holy Spirit to speak to you and through you, in a sense. You know, like when you're praying in the spirit in this way, it's when you hear yourself ask for something or say some things that you know you wouldn't normally say or ask for. And I'll give you an example with myself. Because when it happened to me, I was like, "Mm, that's not me. Um, I want to say maybe three or four years ago, I noticed that um, I would come into consciousness before the alarm would go would go off before it was time for me to wake up and it wasn't like I was fully awake but I was presence of mind and what I noticed I was doing is I was praying in my own language it was English I could I could hear I'd 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 come into this consciousness and I'd be singing a hymn a song of praise there'd be a song and I remember going oh this is odd and it's neat but I was already praying for the Lord and then I'd start praying and I would ask things that I would say, who is that? Because why would I ask for the, I asked the Lord for him to use me. I wouldn't have asked for that in my quote unquote right mind because who knows what God is going to do or praying something specifically for another person that I'm like, how did I know that? I was praying in the spirit during those times and it used to happen quite regularly now my relationship with the Lord you know we ebb and flow we change things up a little bit so there have been times where I can recall oh I woke up singing a song of praise today but then as the day goes by I don't remember what it was but in that moment I know I was singing to him but that is a form of praying in the Holy Spirit a second way is when you have um, what has been called a heavenly language 
that you pray in. It's a different tongue, but it's not necessarily the same tongue as referred to as a gift, although it is a gift, but this tongue isn't for the edification of the body. It's really just the Holy Spirit within you speaking right back to God in a heavenly language. It's a language that you don't understand, right? So you can't repeat it, but it just flows and it just comes to you and I remember the first time that happened to me I was shaking all over I didn't understand what I was I was saying but I knew it was a dialogue between God's Holy Spirit and me going back to the Lord but once again I haven't been called on to do it in a public setting but if I were to be called in a public setting I'm sure that God would supply the interpreter so where it is a gift you have to pray for it but you will be led as to when you are to use it it may just be the language that you pray in to God at times I don't do it every time I pray only when led to do so so those are the two ways that um, you can pray in the spirit most of us probably can do the first so whether you're praying in a spirit-filled language or just allowing the spirit to infuse your prayer Prayer is still key. Prayer is a spiritual weapon that I think we take for granted. When we're being faithful with seeking God and being in his presence, the outcome is a more solid foundation that will not be shaken by false teachers or by life circumstances. As we seek God and pray, we are to keep ourselves in God's love. Right, And that's kind of the second part of the passage. This is how we are to endure, is to remember love. While we are experiencing hardships, we are to be in love. That element of the fruit that it should be exhausted to the point that it's our go-to frame of mind, in essence. What does love look like when you're waiting on God to give you an answer to a question, to answer a prayer, or to change a situation perhaps? It means to continue to set a good example, continue to do the right thing, to do what is right, to not gossip, to not treat people badly, to not treat the individual badly who's, you know, maybe manipulating you, to help those who may be intentionally trying to sabotage your project, to not wish ill will on individuals, but to want the best for everyone. Now, I am not advocating for anyone to remain in an abusive relationship, right? Whether you're a man or a woman, you need to pray on it. But I know some of you may think, you know, men can't be in abusive relationships, but they can be. Because women can strike out physically, although I don't know why a woman would do that. But I have known men who have had women to hit him, but hit them, but they show restraint, which is a good thing, you know, by not responding. But who wants to be in a relationship that the person can't control their temper, their anger, and they lash out on us? That's crazy. Or another way that a man can be an abusive in an abusive relationship is when a woman um, use hard, uses harsh words. I've been around women who have sp- spoken very badly um, about their husbands in public. And so I'm like, if they do that in public, I wonder what they do in private. You know, using hurtful words. Once again, who wants to be in a relationship like that? So, you know, pray on it. <laughs> but then more than likely... Lord probably is going to tell you to leave 
or to make some changes, but understand still wanting the best for that individual, but recognizing that that best may not be you, right? But still, we do everything in love. You can get out of relationship because of love for yourself and your self-preservance and the love for them to go and, and do great things in the name of Jesus just without you. But love. None of this is easy, sisters and brothers. That's why we pray in the Spirit. Because in order to live like that, we need the fruit of the Spirit to walk in the Spirit. So, waiting isn't easy, but it is possible when we remember who we serve and remember who we are. We are children of the Most High God who walk in His Spirit. So today, let's allow the Spirit of God to infuse us today in his love and in his fruit. Let's pray. Lord, we thank you today for your love, for reminding us that we have a role to play in ensuring that we stay rooted and grounded in you, that we have to build ourselves up and that we can do that collectively as we encourage one another, but we can also do that individually. And the reality, Lord, is that it requires both. So we've come to you today collectively as we've learned more of your word in this passage that we study. But we also pray, Father, that you help us individually to individually come to you and seek you to allow your spirit within us to infuse us with those things that are pressing upon you for us to relinquish those things that are hindering us from hearing you or from us really walking in the fruit of the Spirit. We know that your fruit of the Spirit is within us, and we ask that we remove those obstacles so that all of it can flourish within us. Give us the spirit of love in everything we do in these hard situations of caregiving, of parenting, of being a spouse, of other um, occupations that may be hard, healthcare providers, especially in this age of COVID where multiple people are dying needlessly. Help us to walk in love. Help us to remember who you are and how good you are and to always come before you with thanksgiving. Help us to read your word and to digest it and to chew on it all day long and to always give us a words of praise, a song of praise on our lips because you are worthy to be praised. Keep showing us different ways, Lord, how to build each other up and to speak kindness to each other and to ourselves. And let us not neglect our weapon of prayer that we use as we come to you and we seek your guidance as you, and your faith as you send us out on the mission of the day to be your ambassadors, to walk in love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, and self-control. Let our testimony be that you are a God who can do exceedingly abundantly above all that we can ask or think according to the power that lives in us. Help us to be faithful to you. And when you call us home, that we hear, well done. We love you. We praise you. In our precious Savior, Jesus' name we pray. Amen. All right. Go and minister the act of caregiving. In the name of Jesus. <laughs>